Welcome, welcome to the Boss Lady Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Sexton, along with my partner, Megan Stiff. And we are back for more. And this time we're gonna have fun, we're gonna talk fashion, and we're going to talk to a lady who I've been watching for some time as an entrepreneur. Toki Cummings is on the show with us today. She's an entrepreneur, a fashion designer, she's a boutique owner, an online sales professional, and more. She's changing the world. And also we welcome her partner, Jasanta Lucas. Jasanta is a model, and the two have joined together at Toki and Taylor. So Megan, I want to introduce you. I know you know Jasanta, but I want to introduce you to Toki and invite you to check out her new store. She's been online, but now she has a brick and mortar. I can't wait to hear all the story. And I'll tell you, if there was ever a night I wish I was not in a t-shirt for a Zoom call, it is tonight when you hear how fashionable these ladies are. I can see some of the merchandise here in the background. Um, I'm sure our listeners will be able to see their online store and some of the great things that they offer um, online. But man, I'm, I'm definitely uh, feeling a little underdressed for our conversation tonight. Okay, are we okay? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Toki, the last time I think I saw you, you were set up at a fashion show in E-Town. So can you tell me a little bit about your background and your business? Um, yes. Um, I started in 2018, October of 2018. Um, and I just started off really small, bought a few little clothes, and then did kind of little fashion shows here and there. And just kind of put my foot in the water just to see, you know, how it would go. And, uh, yes, I did do a fashion show here with Rashonda Johnson um, probably last year, I think is when it was. I think it was and, last October. It was yes, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my year. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of, you know, where it all started back in 2018. Just a dream from a long time ago when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Where do you come from, Toki? Original Mississippi born, but Kentucky raised. And um, I've been in Elizabethtown. I don't want to say how long, but I've been here for a very long time. And that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Do you have a, a background in fashion? I don't. Um, Business? I, oh, <laughs> well, okay. Well, she's over hit me on my leg. Well, I did model when I was younger. Um, and um, I stopped modeling, you know, a while back because you have to be a certain size, you had to be a certain height, everything was just had to be so perfect. And I stopped and went to school for a while, whatever. And um, it was, it has always been a dream of mine to, you know, do fashion or sew or anything. It, it, I just love fashion. So, I mean, yeah, um, just some background there. <laughs> so, um, you launched online first. So, what's your website? My website is tokiandtaylor.com. That's T-O-K-I-E-A-N-D. Uh-huh. com. Just simple. Uh-huh. Tokiandtaylor.com. So what was that like for you um, to, to have this startup in your dream? And uh, obviously you were very passionate about it, but how did you get through the logistics of starting a business online? Well, I was really scared and nervous. It took me a long time before I even jumped. Um, I kept saying that I want to do it, but I never would make a move. And I kept wanting to talk to Rashonda Johnson all the time. And I kept putting it off and kept putting it off. And one day my daughter was like, mom, just call the lady. Only thing she can say is yes or no. And so I called her and I said, hey, I said, 
um, I've been wanting to um, open up a boutique and can you help me out a little bit with this and whatever. She said, yeah, sure. We can hook up sometimes and we can talk. And that's what happened. We sat down and talked one day and she kind of asked me, she just asked me some basic questions and she said, well, how much money do you have to put down? And I told her how much. She said, girl, come on, let's go. And um, so we went and she got me set up and she helped me order my first um, um my my clothes and um and I just kind of you know started from there after I jumped with her and and she basically asked me why did it take you so long because I was afraid and now that I'm glad that I did jump and she was the one that helped me mm -hmm. that's a fantastic um origin story because she's a powerhouse in Louisville when it comes to fashion and soon politics right yeah, she's. I'm, I'm she, sorry, what was that? And I said, in soon politics, she's running for office. Yes, yes, she is. Uh huh. She's yeah. so, so amazing. She's such an amazing person. Yes. I'm so happy that too. Right out of the gate, you you found somebody who was willing to jump in there and be a mentor and 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 walk you through those steps. So, um, what's different from selling online to selling in person? Because you recently opened a boutique in in Elizabethtown. Um, online, I mean, you really have to push, you have, really have to market. Um, you have to push on Instagram and Facebook. Um, when you have a brick and mortar, or I also, ha I also have a mobile boutique. Um, but when you can get up personal with people, close and personal with people, um, they get to come in and get to touch you, they get to feel, they get to meet you, they get to talk, and you have long conversations, and the word gets passed on, um, and then they pretty much tell the next person and then they'll go to the website most people just want you to tell them hey what do you have a website do you have this um but i mean as far as me opening up the brick and mortar it makes it better than you know than trying to do it online so it's, it's a big difference what has that been like during the pandemic opening well, brick and mortar it's been slow um when i first um was when i was going to open um that's when everything just kind of shut down so i was kind of out um for a while and then like a month after um she kind of asked me did you do you still want to open and i was like yeah we'll go ahead and give it a try but it's been slow um so um yeah it's been slow and but it i mean now that i've set the clothes out front because i don't have a window um just a door window now since i've set the clothes out more customers are coming in because I, there is a bank across the street kfc and taco bell so there's a lot of traffic on dixie highway so that has pulled more customers in so it, it's okay it could be better but it's okay so yeah megan do you have anything you want to ask i'd love to know toki like how do you describe your style what type of uh, woman do you enjoy dressing and what type of style do you like to reflect through your fashion choices? All types, all types from teenagers to 70 years old and older. Um, I, my, my fashion statement is sophisticated, casual, you know, just, um, a little bit of everything. It's not just one, you know, one, thing you know it's just dresses or it's just this it's a variety of everything so i'm really trying to pull the young people in um and um and the teenagers and mothers that can you know buy clothes for their younger children and making it presentable for everybody do you have any advice for 
for young ladies that would love, because I know when we've done events with young women, you hear a lot that have dreams of going into the fashion industry, maybe having their own shops. What advice would you give to them? Um, I would tell them if I had to do it all over again, I would have went to school <laughs> um, because what I'm doing now is I am paying, um, um, starting people to help me through my process and it's okay. It's easy. But if you're going to go into fashion, I'm not telling you to go to school, but I think it would have been easier for me for, on the business side, um, to do that. But I didn't. And now, like I said, I'm, I'm getting, you know, other people to help me through the process. So yeah, I would recommend them to go to college or get some kind of business, you know, mind to, to do this. And I think that's such an important place to stop and say that, you can do it both ways, obviously. Like you had a dream and you're making it happen, but we all know when you're on the ground running and doing the thing, um, trying to learn as you go along can be really stressful and bring on more challenges for sure. So I think that it's smart that you're outsourcing that, but you're right. On the, so, and, and sometimes we don't have the opportunities on the front end to go to school. So I would say, yes, that's great advice for those who are making plans in the, in the fashion and the business industry and being an entrepreneur and running a boutique, but also look at you, you're doing it. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. and you're bringing in, you're calling in troops when you, when you need it. Um, yeah, it is, it is um, really good too, to get around people that are in the business of fashion and following them and watching what other people do and just kind of tagging along and watching, asking questions. Um, that, that has been my biggest thing and getting around some go-getters and people that you don't know what they're doing, that, that, that will help you along the way in my that's, situation. That's why I hang out with Megan. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have a, I call it the Holy Trinity, a CPA, a lawyer and a good financial planner. So you need, yeah. <laughs> Some yes. people on your teams. <laughs> yes, you have to have a good team. And I think I have an awesome team. Um, yeah, I think I have an awesome, awesome team, especially Jacinta. She's really awesome. She's, you know, <laughs> one of my backbones. <laughs> so how did you and Jacinta meet? Wow. <laughs> you want to tell them? Yeah, come on over. <laughs> it was a complete accident. <laughs> I was at a fashion show that was uh, here in E-Town. And she was a vendor at the fashion show. She wasn't even involved inside. She was a vendor with her boutique set up, her mobile boutique set up outside. And so this was my first show after I had announced to the world I was going to try to be a model. <laughs> so um, I was really nervous. And she came in and I was practicing my walk. And so I started asking her questions and the model in her <laughs> rose up and just showed me how to be more comfortable as I'm doing my catwalk. And so we just bonded right then and right there. We, and it seems like we've been inseparable ever since that was last June. And uh, she just took me under her wing and she's been like my big sister ever since. <laughs> and, and those who have listened back through the podcast, they may have heard your story, Jacinta, where uh, we were, at uh, an event and you and I had a Q&A and we talked together about the beginning of your modeling career. But let's recap that for a minute for those who haven't heard that podcast. One of the questions that I asked you was what was happening online and, and, and how you were being critiqued and how you worked through that because um, you said it, it took a lot of courage and you had this dream to be a model. 
I did. I've wanted to do it for a long time. And just as Toki alluded to earlier, you know, the scene was not really staged for you all can't see me, but I am a plus size woman. I am also short. <laughs> so that is not the, uh, the standard of which they define to be a model. So I never stepped out. And uh, so when I spoke with the agency that I was a part of at the time, and he helped me to see that there were a lot of women that looked like me that were being very successful. So I decided to do it. And when I did, yes, I, at first, I didn't tell anybody. I just told my mom and that's it. So then when I started to post and share publicly, I got some criticism from people. And what it told me was, this doesn't have anything to do with anyone else. This is what I wanna do. And there are standard, the, the standard of beauty has been broken. There is beauty in all shapes and all sizes and all colors. And I got a lot of yeses for, I was really excited to be in a show that was uh, bespoke in Louisville and it was canceled because of COVID, but I was the only plus size model in the entire show. And there have been several people that had auditioned for that particular uh, show before and that have, were more seasoned than I was and were turned away, but I was, accepted so that was another yes and another win so I just kept pushing forward this is what I want to do and I had support to do it and that's the only voice I'm listening to that makes me so happy I love put it out though into social media or put it out into the world and said this is what I'm going to do and I think there's such power in that even though people can be negative and Guess what? Everyone's going to have an opinion and we're not all going to agree, but I think the fact that you used that for your own motivation to just say publicly, this is what I'm going to do and hold me accountable to it. I think that's an awesome reminder about how to set a goal and to make it happen. I'm excited. And you brought up social media. My social media is Sana. I'm just not to look at my personal page, but I have officially launched my model page and I, I'm excited this week. I hit 500 likes, so I'm still, <laughs> still pushing it out. But it's Sana, S-A-N-A on Facebook and on Instagram. It's Sana Boo for you, S-A-N-A-B-O-O -O, number four, you on Instagram. All right. We'll definitely check that out and it will be in the podcast notes as well. And oh, I'm right now. I just want to come back. <laughs> what did she say? I don't know. <laughs> I said, come back. Hold on. Um, <laughs> don't leave. So how are the two of you working together now during the pandemic to bring business into Tokyo and Taylor? Well, I'm <laughs> so, <laughs> so funny. We, we work together on every facet. I help her select clothes. Um, we work together on um, marketing, on social media. Um, even I was trying to schedule urban cutting with the Hardin County Chamber, <laughs> and that hasn't worked out. But we did a, a, a launch anyway. We'll do another one uh, later on where we can, hopefully when COVID dies down, we can do a launch. But uh, we work together on fashion shows. If I see an event that comes up, um, I will see if they allow vendors to pull her in if I'm going to be a part of the show, or even if I'm not a part of the show, if she wants to sponsor the event. Um, we um, do lots of um, photo shoots. So that we can not just show the styles on a mannequin, but you know, real women like to see what it looks like on a real woman, real mm -hmm. woman. <laughs> right. So they can see how it flows and see how it fits. Um, so we do a lot of photo shoots and things like that. One of the things I wanted to talk about to you, Toki, is this something that you envisioned for yourself? You know, you said it was a dream, but did you ever visualize what that would look like? And 
has that met or exceeded your expectations? Yes. Um, I used to always say, God, if I have my own, if I ever get my own boutique, if I ever have my own, you know, building, I just want to be an awesome, awesome person to everybody. Uh, I always wanted to respect them, want to be respected as well. Sometimes you don't get that, but I, I did envision this. I envisioned being helpful, being caring, listening, and just, you know, because I've been in businesses where people have been just mean and hateful, and I've been there. I've, it's happened to me. And I used to always tell God, like, you know, whenever the, if this ever does happen, I just want to pe treat people with so much respect and, you know, love on them. I want them to come back and tell other people, oh, she was so awesome. She says hello when you come through the door. Make yourself at home, you know, whatever. And, and it's exactly what I envisioned. The look, everything. Yes. Yes. I think visualization is really important in helping us reach our goals. And so it sounds like that was a powerful tool for you um, to, to understand what you wanted in your boutique and, and your identity for Toki and Taylor. And, and that's something that I was really impressed with from the beginning is Toki and Taylor has such a strong identity. Um, really know who you are. And it sounds like too, when people walk in the door, even during a pandemic, uh, you're taking safety measures, and we'll talk about that in just a minute, but um, that if someone like me who can be fashionably, or is it fashionably challenged, or <laughs> challenged with fashion, <laughs> that you're able to help them figure out what works for them, and what looks good on them, and what they feel comfortable with wearing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, I, I have women to come in and they're so down on themselves whenever they do come in here, I wouldn't look good in that or I, I could never wear that or I'm too fat or I'm too skinny or, you know, whatever the case you may be or whatever. And of course I have a fitting room here where they can go in and, you know, change clothes and whatever. And, um, I try to encourage them and say, Hey honey, you look good in anything in here that you try on, put it on. Let's see what, let's just see what it looks like. And they'll put it on like, Oh, I didn't, know that I would look good in this. I said, yeah, girl, I knew it all along, you know? Well, then I said, well, you make me feel so good. I'm going to buy this, you know, whatever. And sometimes they post it on Facebook and, you know, and you see them in it and you see all the confidence. And it's just about encouraging women and boosting them up and let them know, you know, you are beautiful and you can wear anything that you want to wear. It doesn't matter what size you are. Oh, I want to stand up and applaud, but I'm in a rolly chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to call me every morning and just I'm not like this all the time. <laughs> we actually tag teamed one of the ladies right here in the community. She had a really big event that she was going to, and she had been looking and looking and looking, and she couldn't find anything. So she came to Token Taylor. Token was closed, and she let her come in. So we can basically we styled her for her event uh, that day. So not to say we could do that with every person. But in that regard, that's the one thing about being in a small town is that you can kind of accommodate and do what you need to do. And it worked out well for that situation. Just, you know, she was really happy when she left. A lot of exposure for Tokyo at her event. So, it, it, you know, try to cater to everyone the best we can for that person. I love that because sometimes people need help, you know. Right. And, and we all know. Okay, I have to ask. How is your lighting in your dressing room? And do you have one of those funny mirrors? <laughs> I wish I could show you my dressing room. Um, it's just kind of like a little built. I have one, like a little room and I made it look amazing. Um, and it's just a dress room that we just kind of built 
and put some curtains up and it's just really cute you know it has a little pink chair and rug and a mirror in there it's a little mirror on the wall it says hello beautiful and when you go in you just close the curtain up and change your clothes and you know and you know as far as the lighting it's the lighting from you know the ceiling is you know goes into it so yeah, yeah but it's not like the blazing light of the sun from myrtle no or you can no. see. Like, <laughs> What's the most powerful about the boutique, though, is she has these awesome ceiling to floor mirrors. There's two of them. So when you come out, you can see yourself in every angle. And then, you know, you can make your decision yourself. But of course, you're going to have that wow moment if it's something that you really wanted. But that, that's what we see the most is when they come out and look in that mirror. And yeah. they can really, you know, get more excited about the outfit. And that's when the selfies start. <laughs> yes. Yes. I cannot deny. <laughs> <laughs> this one. <laughs> but that's my, that's always my go-to. It's not going to look the way it looks on the hanger, the way it looks on you. So I learned that from that one store that used to be here in E-Town years and years ago that I used to work at when I was a kid. <laughs> that you have to try it on. You can't visualize it on the hanger. You have to put it on. Yeah. I love that. That's fantastic. So um, how can shoppers feel safe during the pandemic um, at Toki and Taylor? Well, um, when you first come in, um, my door automatically says, please wear your masks when you come in. Uh, when you come in, there is hand sanitizer. Um, I do spray with disinfectant, um, Lysol. Um, I only have um, probably no more than five people in at a time. And they're very respectful. They do wear their mask. Um, and of course I wear mine and everybody, there's a distance between everybody. So it's, it's safe. I mean, you know, to come in and to shop. Uh -huh. If there's someone who's um, immunocompromised um, and they don't feel comfortable, would you be open to setting up a time for them to come in and shop? I definitely will. Um, yes, if you, my number's out there, um, you, my number's, you, you can call me and uh, or message me, our messenger, and say, hey, I'd like to come in, but I want to come in by myself, no one around. Can you make that um, happen? I sure can. Anytime. Awesome. Just let me know. I got you. Uh-huh. That's great. Well, we're uh, running out of time and Zoom's going to kick us off, but before that happens, um, we definitely want to share where people can find you uh, online and in person. So um, what's the physical address of your new boutique? Um, it is 428 West Dixie Highway, Suite 102. Um, I am across the street from KFC and right beside Taco Bell. Awesome. Mm -hmm. and, and where are you online? Online, I'm on Facebook, um, Toki and Taylor on Facebook. Um, Instagram is TNT boutique on um yeah instagram okay and oh yeah and the website i'm sorry the website is toki and taylor um toki t-o-k-i-e and a-n-d taylor t-a-y-l-o-r.com and finally what's your phone number my phone number is 270-300-7954 so before we get kicked off uh, um, i want to thank you both and megan too for joining in um one of her children is having a birthday today so i really appreciate that she she took the time to, to join uh, us so I'm okay missing our thousands viewing of batman whatever version of batman we're watching tonight <laughs> <laughs> so actually we got you out of something <laughs> i'm sure they'll be punching in the next room as soon as i go in there <laughs> probably but um I want to thank you both for taking time to talk with us because I think to recap, 
um, it's encouraging to hear about perseverance, having dreams and seeing them through and um, facing adversity. And like Megan said, we all have critics and, and knowing um, how to manage those noises and, and not let them affect how we move forward. And um, on the last podcast, we talked to Jerry Moraz and Jerry uh, spoke to us quite in depth about mentoring. And it seems like he, that if you had not reached out and, and spoken up and, and had, been, had not been brave and asked for someone to be your mentor, that this may have never come to fruition for you. So I just commend you on that. It was very brave. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate my mentors too, because they were, they were awesome. They know who they are and um, they, they have been amazing. Amazing. I can't name all of them, but they, they were amazing and still are amazing. So if you could share a piece of advice with uh, the Boss Lady Network listening right now, what would you share with the Boss Lady Network about your dream and how you've made it come true? Um, I just, you know, it, it's, it's hard work. It's not easy. Um, don't let anybody tell you that it is. If it comes easy, I just feel like things will not last if it comes easy. It is hard work. It's you up at long hours. You are, you work really, really hard and, and it takes a team because you don't do anything by yourself. I can't do it by myself. And I appreciate it. Always make sure you have a team and you have an awesome team. And um, again, I, I, I uh, commend my uh, mentors and I appreciate them. And without them, I could not do this without them. I have to put that out there. Well, thank you both so much. And I can't wait to stop in and shop. I'll be here. <laughs> Go on. Wear your mask. Think about having a again. <laughs>The Boss Lady Coaching Podcast is a traveling podcast, and we're all about for-purpose influencing. If you like what you heard, please share it. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Boss Lady Coaching, and find us on SoundCloud and iTunes at Boss Lady Coaching Podcast. You can also check out our website where we have free tools, books, a blog, and more. We are hosting events too, so check those out at bethebosscoaching.com. The Boss Lady Coaching Podcast, copyright 2020.